This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Browns fans? This is Andrew Jackson from Louisville, Kentucky. You listen to the Dogs Podcast. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Make sure you check out omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS. Get yourself some good uh, meats for this nice warm weather we're getting. Uh, the weather's getting nice. You're going to be outside grilling. Make sure you check out Omaha Steaks. Uh, if you want to get your insurance on the show, head to uh, thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. Uh, today, we're just going to get into a bunch of player news. Kind of a lot happened in the last few days. Uh, Browns related in terms of players on the team, players that have been released around the league that the Browns could be interested in. So we're going to get into all that. Before we do, though, remember to check us out on all the socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Again, tap that notification bell so you don't miss any of the new content that we're putting out. We're putting out a lot more content. Uh, you don't want to miss any of it. If you prefer to just listen to shows, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on the Patreon page extra episodes, access to the private Discord. You get to be friends with us. Uh, you get to play fantasy football uh, once football season rolls around. And I think we have four leagues this year. We give out prizes for all four leagues, plus a grand champion we give out prizes too. So that was a ton of fun. It'd be cool to it'd be, uh, get even more leagues. So if you guys have friends uh, that you want to play fantasy football with with us, make sure they check that out, the Patreon now. And then the newest thing that we're we're kind of doing right now is these YouTube members. So for ninety nine cents a month, you can become a YouTube member uh, on the dog pack here. You get special emojis that Josh has created. The more people we add, the more emojis we we can create. You can level up. Uh, it's only ninety nine cents a month, and that helps us out a ton. Helps us get more equipment, all kinds of stuff to help keep making the show better. So if you're liking what we're doing and you want to support the show, even something as little as 99 cents a month helps us out a ton. So help us out with doing that. Uh, we would very much appreciate it. And with that said, let's dive into this episode. There's a lot of stuff to get into. Um, unfortunately, the first thing we want to talk about today is player news with the Browns. It just broke midday today. Perry on Winfrey. Uh, was he arrested or how does it work? So was he arrested or is he just yeah. charges were brought up? He was arrested. Uh, Charged and arrested and uh, made bail. So, uh, this I know with domestic violence, uh, hit his girlfriend, right? Saw yeah. at her. Yeah, from what I read, it said that he grabbed her and caused bodily injury um, last night. 
Um, so the misdemeanor assault. Misdemeanor. Okay. So this is one of those, I guess you want to hear the, you want to hear the details, how bad it really was. Cause I mean, even if he just grabbed her aggressively, you know, the misdemeanor tells you that he, he, it's not like he was wailing on her, but in my opinion, you just don't put your hands on a female like that. So that's one of those things where, I mean, I don't know with the problems he's had already in his career i don't i haven't heard this kind of talk but like is this put him in jeopardy do the browns cut ties i i mean i'll start it i i think that like the way that they've added depth this year i'm not saying that he's expendable but i don't think it helps you know what i mean i i don't think that we have a new policy for suspensions and everything now so i think once everything's said and done there's probably going to be some games suspended. There's probably going to be a fine from the NFL. Um, I mean, there's a chance. I, I'd i hope that, you know, we'd wait and see what happens. The investigation gets done, all that stuff, just so we can see. And so the Browns and the NFL can see exactly what happened, not just jump and just automatically make a cut. But, um, I mean, it doesn't look good. It was just from what I read in the article, they got into a fight over a dog and some car keys. And the girl said that, you know, this wasn't the first time that it's gotten physical. They had to be broken up. So who knows what it could have escalated to. But none of us were there. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to just say all that. But I think it's interesting also, the same thing that he got charged for, Devontae Adams just got charged for that when he pushed the camera in. So, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, so it's a, it's a wide range of yeah. and he could, it, it, It's just one of those things. It's just like... He just he just keeps finding himself in trouble. You know what I mean? It's just like, guess I I've never had that charge brought against me. It's not hard to not have a, a misdemeanor charge brought against you. Like you can just not be an idiot. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not hard to not get arrested. A lot of people go their whole lives with never being arrested. Um, I think like two of the four members on this podcast have never been arrested. Uh, <laughs> Take your guess. Take your who they are. Yeah. So. But what I'm just saying is it's just like, it's like just just keep your head up. We had high hopes for this guy, and it seemed like he was starting to get it going a little bit last year, and then we're, we're halfway through the offseason, this kind of problem. What do you guys think, Josh and John? I actually read a couple minutes ago that the Browns are just waiting to uh, get more details on the case before they make any kind of decisions moving forward. So it's going to be tough to say what the Browns are going to do until we all know a little bit more about the situation. Uh, you know, it doesn't sound good. Um, and no matter how bad something sounds when the report comes out, details always end up mattering. So we'll just kind of see, you know, how it plays out. Uh, as far as cutting ties with him, that would suck, you know, suck for him. And uh, I was really looking forward to seeing, you know, how he progressed. But this just isn't the kind of thing we want to hear about at Cleveland. We've got enough issues. Pretty much everyone hates us now that we got the Sean Watson. And, uh, you know, we just don't need any more drama. I I completely agree. Like, I, I'm happy they're waiting to get more details because I'm not one of these people who likes to to um, find guilty, you know, before we get all the information. But this is one of those things where, like, we, like you said, we just don't need it. And, uh, and I don't want the, the, the kind of drama around the team like that. Like, we don't need any more of that. It's, if it comes to light, like he did what, he, what they're charging him with, 
And if he really did do harm to her and it really has happened before, like just get rid of the guy. <laughs> like yeah. just get rid of him. What do you think, Josh? I think it really sucks. I mean, he was a fourth round pick last year. You know, we had high hopes for him. He was one of those players that I mean, some of those scouts had him up in the second round or, you know, up in that area as far as talent goes, but his just his off the field crap, his behavior, you know, the Browns had to discipline him, it says at least twice, you know, yeah. by the team last year for his behavior. Like you said, Blake, we saw him come on in the second half of the season and he started to show promise and flash. And we thought, okay, if this guy can get it together, get himself under control, focus on on his job, he could really be something at a position of serious need for the Browns. And then this happens. It's just, it's yeah. so disappointing. I was looking forward to seeing how, how he could play next Tomlinson this year. Yes. He got a, with like a big guy next to him, you know, to eat up some blocks. I, I was looking forward to seeing how that helped Perion's game. And just, I mean, who knows? He might be on the team, but I mean, best case scenario, he's going to be suspended probably at least a couple games. Um, and, and we learned that anything domestic violence, isn't that minimum six games? So I I was doing some research on that, man. And I found, I believe that it was the old policy. I think that everything is almost like the Deshaun Watson kind of deal. Because the old policy was assault, battery, um, domestic violence, theft. There was a few of them. Automatically six games. Like we Right before you got on, we said, remember Zeke got suspended six games over yeah. violence. So I, like, I don't know exactly what the policy is I don't know if every case is reviewed. We said with Alvin uh, Kamara, we're like, I think they're waiting for all that to tie up. Same thing with uh, Devontae Adams. And um, obviously this is going to probably go to court. And then I think they are going to wait for everything to be resolved, you know, through court system and all that. And then a decision should be made. But I don't know. Just disappointing. Like just it's a maturity thing. I, I hate to say that. You know what I mean? Because is he's got a great opportunity and you know, you read things like from Perry on say, and you know, he had the worst year of his life last year. He did just put a big article about it, you know, and stuff. And it's just like, couldn't, couldn't make it to practice. It got suspended, not suspended, but you know, bench, I guess. And then, you know, the off field things now, it's just like, it just kind of feels like a snowball. Yep. I think this, uh, this probably puts D tackle. I think it's on the board still for the draft. For sure. Um, but, yep, we'll see what happens with Perry on. Um, I'm kind of done hoping he gets his act together. I just, at this point, I, like, I don't know if it's going to happen. So, uh, this is one of those things where I'm just prepared to just, unless it comes out like it's way blown out of proportion and it was very minuscule, but from the sounds of it, this has happened more than once. And just just see you later. He's 20, like, we don't, 22 years old. You, you think and, about yeah. that. This is this is a kid basically still. I mean, he's only four years into you know whatever legal adulthood. I mean, just for him as a person, I hope he gets his act together because he's go- not going down a very good path. He can do it on last chance you. He doesn't have to do it on the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right. Well, then we'll move on to. I guess it's it's a different kind of somber news, but still somber in my opinion. Uh, I was came out this like. Late last week, that the Browns don't have any interest in bringing Kareem Hunt back. I don't even think they want to bring him back, even if it's a team friendly deal. I think they just, they're pretty much ready to part ways with him. I guess you're hearing the team kind of feels that he's lost speed. Um, 
I feel like we talked about this last year. Seemed he just couldn't. He he was so good at running that stretch play that just off the tackle, and he could get the edge and then get north and south real quick. And it seemed like last year he just couldn't get the edge. And um, I felt like last year the gap between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb was the most notable it's ever been. I felt like two years ago, three years ago, there were times where you were like, Nick Kareem Hunt could be the starter on this team or whatever. And last year it was like, no, Nick Chubb is head and shoulders better than this guy. And it's not just Nick Chubb continuing to get better, but it's Kareem Hunt appearing to be a little bit on the decline. Um, it's sad because I, I like Kareem Hunt's one of these guys who kind of he had like, you know, he had the image problem and we gave him a second chance. And I feel like he's clean. He's kept his nose clean. He's been a, a, a good citizen. He's been a good teammate. Um, but man, it's just he didn't he didn't look like Kareem Hunt last year. And it seems like the team doesn't think he still has it. I mean, their usage of him last year showed that they don't think he has it. I mean, I was just looking at his stats and in twenty twenty his yards per game fifty two point six, twenty twenty one, forty eight point three last year. 27.5. So they were not utilizing him. I mean, not even half, half the amount, really. So, uh, what do you think, John? Do you think Kareem's washed or you think he revitalized his career somewhere else? Man, he's definitely slowed down. I don't necessarily think he's done, but yeah, I think his best days are behind him. 27 years old now. Uh, running backs, you know, careers don't usually last that long anyway. So, man, I think the Browns honestly just made the right decision. It's not easy, but I think we just, we're going in a different direction. We need some young guys. We're going to bring some young guys in. And, uh, you know, I think it was just kind of bound to happen. Now, we will agree. Go ahead. I was going to say, are you guys surprised? Because he's 27. I know 30 is like the cutoff, but 27 is still kind of like your prime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would say, like, you're 24, 25, 26, 20. Like, those are your good years. And are you surprised that he just and all of a sudden fell off, especially considering he had, you know, the time off from when he was suspended? And then he comes to Cleveland, and he, he it's not like he's getting 30 carries a game. His workload's been super limited in Cleveland. You'd think it was going to elongate his career or prolong his career. And for to see a drop off like that, are you guys surprised? Like, I'm not suggesting. I mean, last year we there was all the trade speculation, wanted to be traded and cut and anything. I'm not saying that he shut himself down because I think that at the end of the day, he's a dog. You know what I mean? Like he people bought into him. Browns is still the Browns. Like he's iconic as far as like the revitalization of Cleveland. You know what I mean? As far as the Browns, he was part of that heartbeat as us, you know, we were taking that step forward. We felt like I, um, but for sure, I, I, I'm not sure what exactly happened. He, he definitely didn't look like even Kareem of 2020. You know what I mean? Like it was just a major, major regression last year. Um, so it's just surprising. I, cause that's, it's like, I, so for what John said, I think he's still at an age where you can be productive. Like some of the best packs in the league, you have like Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, they're still doing it. And they're older than him. You know what I mean? So just surprising. I'm not saying he shut himself down, but. It kind of feels that way. To me, it makes more sense that he just didn't have the motor we're used to seeing out of him than all of a sudden he fell off that much. It just doesn't make sense for him to fall off that much. 
overnight when he it's not like we've been wearing him down yet he wasn't getting zeke elliott touches for the last three years right you know what i mean it's like he's getting he's getting 10 touches a game he should be fresh he should he was gearing up for like to get one last big running back contract right and now all of a sudden it's like you know so i, I don't know what do you think josh i know you're you're huge on like the <laughs> You know, if you're within a, a, a sniff of 30, you, you should just go home and sit in a rocking chair. If you're a running back and you're within a sniff of 30, yeah, you probably should go get in that rocking chair. I don't know. I just, I think that, I mean, everybody's bodies react differently to age. I mean, I know that Todd Gurley had the serious, like, knee injuries and stuff like that. But, I mean, you saw him, like, he was productive, productive, done at, like, 25. You know what I mean? And yeah, but we saw that coming because of those knees. Like Kareem is healthy and he's right. But what I'm fresh, I guess what I'm saying is, even though we think he should be fresh and and he seems to be healthy, it's not to say that he just doesn't have that extra gear anymore. And I mean, it just it just happens. I mean, I don't know when my extra gear fell off, but it did. You know what I mean? It just oh yeah, mine too, bro. <laughs> or yeah. So Blake, you did bring up though, and this is important. It's not even something I was thinking about. Zeke is 27 as well, and Nick Chubb's 27, but Zeke got way more touches. So way more. Kareem, I mean, Kareem Hunt was suspended as well and extremely limited in the Browns offense because Nick Chubb's our number one. So you're right. He actually he should be a lot more fresh, which kind of makes me wonder, maybe he will go somewhere and play well the next year or two. So I, I guess we'll wait and see. I could see him going somewhere kind of cheap because of the year he had last year and then like way out playing that contract. Like if he goes somewhere, maybe like um, Buffalo. Some of the, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. I want to say Buffalo. Or, uh, or like the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something like that. Like I could see him, you know, maybe get a one year deal. If he's smart, I think you would take a one year deal somewhere like that and kind of go off and then try to get one last like two-year deal like his for when he's 28 29 like one decent deal for himself before he hits 30 and nobody wants him anymore uh so yeah it's sad to see him go but um it was just it was i was kind of surprised to see the drop off last year like kind of out of the blue uh so then we'll kind of we'll kind of transition that there's a, a running back on the market that's i don't know if anybody from the browns have, have I don't know if he's officially linked to the Browns at all, but there's been some speculation that the Browns could be interested in uh, Jarek McKinnon. How do you guys think he fits on the team? Now, I'm going to go ahead and start this because it's contradictory to what I just said, but I think he fits. He's 30. But this is a guy who just last year with the Chiefs, I think he had, do you have over 500 receiving yards, I believe? 512 receiving yards, yep. Okay. Touchdowns. I mean, the guy was like a wide receiver out of the backfield, which is, you know, kind of something we saw with um, Cordero Patterson for a little bit there, you know, later on in his career. So, yeah, I think on a one-year deal, McKinnon could really add a nice element of speed out of the backfield for the Browns, this new, you know, passing-focused offense that we want to implement this year. I think, uh, yeah, I think if people, some people might think if we're if we're interested in Jared McKinnon, we're talking about him to be like, our Kareem Hunt now. Now I don't yep. think we're we're looking for him to be. You know, Jerome Ford's going to be the Kareem Hunt. Jarek McKinnon's going to be that third down back that gets six or seven touches. You know what I mean? You know, and four of them are catches out of the backfield. That kind of thing. Uh, I think he'd fit nicely. Stefanski likes the screen game. 
Mm-hmm. And the screen game kind of struggled a little bit last year. Uh, but he, he's been big in the screen game since he's come to Cleveland. I think Jarek McKinnon could fit nicely into that. Yeah. I No, I'm, I'm with you. Um, the last thing I really saw about it was he said he felt kind of disrespected about the market. So I don't think there's really a huge market for him. And I mean, people are saying, you know, he should just go back to Kansas City on a really cheap contract. There's kind of been like speculation that him and uh, Thornhill are kind of talking and Thornhill's trying to like recruit him to Cleveland. Like how he did with Meeple Hardman. So, um, I mean, I it's crazy because these guys aren't similar, but I always think of like Duke Johnson, like somebody like that, like that third down guy. I know this is going back a long time now. Uh, you new Browns fans don't even know this guy, but uh um, you know, somebody like that, somebody, a third down guy, you know, can go and run a little like eight yard out and just, and he's, he's still very, very fast. Like he, he hasn't lost a step for being, you know, in his thirties. He is very explosive. He was in an explosive offense also something to keep in mind, but I'm not saying the Browns could be, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas city-esque, but man, like there, there can be some, you know, nice weapons and he'd be a nice fit. One thing to keep an eye on, too, is he was in Minnesota when Stefanski was the quarterback's coach. Yes. Okay. So, there, I mean, there's at least a tie. Mm-hmm. So, between that, the, the Thornhill thing, that's something to keep an eye on. And, again, I think he'd, I think he'd fit nicely into that third-down screen bat kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, more Browns player news this week. It was falsely reported on Twitter that Greg Newsom got a new agent and he wanted out of Cleveland – uh, then that was debunked. Uh, but I just want to talk like, are you concerned at all with Newsom? He seems pretty committed to Cleveland. Like he started, he kind of took over Jarvis's charity softball game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and he, he seems at least everything I can tell, he seems pretty all in on Cleveland. The only thing I'll say is when there's smoke and there's been, I feel like for like a year now, there's been a lot of smoke, like, I don't want to play. You've heard things like uh, he's not interested in playing the slot. You know, he wants to play outside opposite Denzel. I I think what happened was he really, you know, he changed agents. I think that he really kind of had some interest in maybe getting out. I think people sat him down. I think another Thornhill's been on Twitter just talking about Newsom's not going anywhere. He's my guy. He's staying here. And even when it was speculated that, you know, he might be a trade asset for maybe like a Jerry Judy. So, I think what happened was people sat him down. I think Thornhill probably got in his ear, maybe even like coaching, like, and just said, Hey, you know, like, this is what your role is going to be. Obviously he, he got a new agent. He's with Rosenhaus now. And I think they all sat down and like what his, I think that he just didn't want to feel like he was going to be uh, not even undervalued, but like he wasn't going to be a big part of what they were wanting to do. And I think they sat him down and said, Hey, you're going to be a part of this and you are going to be a factor. Here's the thing, too, is the money's on the outside. And at the end of the day, it's a business. He doesn't – he wants to – one, he's better at the outside than he is in the slot. And it, he knows that, and we all know that. And two, he if you play on the inside and he, and he doesn't play as well because it's not his natural position, you're costing the guy a bunch of money. And he knows this. And so he wants to go back outside where the money is and where he played – he played awesome as a rookie. We were all – Super impressed with Greg Newsom as a rookie playing on the outside. So uh, I feel like he probably talked to Coach Schwartz too, and it's that's to me that's like already a good sign of Schwartz early. He can like 
he's that player's coach who can just talk to a guy and be like, hey, man, just calm down. It's going to be all right. Uh, but, you know, everything I've seen on Twitter and online from Greg Neeson, he's, he's all in on Cleveland. So um, we saw a guy a few years ago who was speculation he wanted to trade, then he demanded a trade. Now he's third highest paid tight end in the league or something on the Browns. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, the biggest thing I think is hiring Rosen. Rosenhaus just kind of has a, a reputation of once he gets his, you know, grips on a guy, like, it's give them the biggest thing, give them exactly what they want or he's leaving. Like, he just kind of has that reputation. So uh, I'm happy to see that he's still going to be in Cleveland because I think the combination of him and Ward and Emerson and then Thornhill back there and A.J. Green, like, the Browns' defensive backfield is uh, athletic, fast. They got some size back there with Delpit. Like, we got – they can do some things in the back end with some of the guys we have. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homemade burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real, aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout and get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. You get $20 off the Burger Perfection flight plus free shipping. Discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. John, before I move on, did you have anything you want to say on Newsom? Are you good? Well, you wanna... summed it up so nicely. I was just nodding my head. Like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, and then last player I want to talk about, what uh, he's requested a trade from Tampa Bay's linebacker, Devin White. Uh, I know uh, pretty much every Browns fan would love for us to trade for this guy. I just don't know if we'll trade for I don't know if we'll give up what it would take to get him. And then two, I don't know if we would pay him what he wants because of the position he plays. It, based on this front office's outlook at the position, I just don't know if it's going to happen. But man, I would... Take him in a heartbeat. If you watch any Tampa Bay games, it's, it's him and Levante David. They they change the game. Yeah. So uh, I, I would love to see this guy in a Browns uniform. I mean, he's a stud, and he's everywhere. He literally, uh, when they, we have a buddy, and he said, you know, this guy's requested a trade. Uh, it's exciting, but the only problem is he's a first round pick from what three, four years ago. I think he came out in two thousand nineteen. Um. They're going to want some return on this guy. If they even trade him, I, I think they'd be crazy to trade him. I know he's getting ready to come up on a contract, but I think you'd have to be giving up probably a pretty decent amount. And then that next contract, which he's probably going to want pretty soon, as soon as he gets into Cleveland, 
they're they're saying it's probably gonna be like four years, eighty four million. Like he's gonna reset linebacker contract. Well, look who um, Roquan Smith just got. That's a, they, yeah, exactly. They're saying like four years, eighty four million, twenty. I think it's like twenty something a year, twenty million something a year. So it's it's a lot of money for a linebacker. Now, like he's he's worth it, but it's kind of crazy. His PFF grades aren't that good. Like as far as like I, he's great on he's great, great, great at you know, getting at the quarterback, but the other stuff is, it's kind of rough. Here's a PFF is one of those things that we, and we use it to talk about players and yeah, but PFF is some stuff. It's all right. at, And some stuff mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, PFF tried to tell me Malcolm Smith was like a top 10 linebacker a couple of years ago. And it's just like, and I'm watching games. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's not even the 10th best linebacker in this game right now. Uh, so Hey, you got to take PFF stuff with a grain of salt, in my opinion. Yeah. If you you just turn on Tampa Bay game and watch Devin White play football, the guy plays at a high level. Yeah, I think football. with like the PFF grades, you kind of just have to look at the stats and try to interpret what the grade, where the grades coming from. I think if his grades aren't that great, Justin, I don't know, I don't have them in front of me what they are, but his missed tackle rates a little high. Yeah, missed tackle. Uh, missed tackles are from his rookie year: eleven point seven, nine point seven, ten point five, eight point one percent. Like. Around the ten percent's not, and higher is not good. Yeah, um, but he doesn't really he miss six, a lot of games. Last year, he missed what? Sixteen missed tackles last year. Okay, so like less than one a game. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I feel like I feel like I watched uh, what's his name, Mac Wilson, miss sixteen a game. Those are two different guys, though, bro. You can't, I feel like you can't even put them in the same conversation. You know what I mean, though? But that's that's the linebacker play we're used to watching. So this would be an upgrade over anything we've had in the recent past. Yeah, uh, yeah I just I, pulled it up. Mac Wilson's missed tackle rates were up around 20. So <laughs> this is a little bit worse. Uh, yeah. But what are you going to say, John? Yes. Yeah, like, do we see Andrew Barry deviating from his typical, pro- you know, approach to linebacker? Because if not, this trade's not going to happen. Well, was it's it not Andrew, is it Andrew Barry that doesn't prioritize linebacker, or is it, was it Joe Woods influencing that? You know what I mean? Does Jim no. Schwartz come in and say linebacker is more important in my scheme? I mean, Jim Schwartz came in and we we went out and got some defensive tackles. So if Jim Schwartz is what it takes, and and we end up you know putting more emphasis on linebacker, I would I would love to see this trade. And like you said a million times, Blake. Not our money, so <laughs> I know. Go. Not. I mean, there would be. I think linebacker is still a little bit of a of a question mark. Oh, for sure. That yeah, getting a playmaker of that caliber eliminates a lot of question marks. I, I don't. I mean, our defense would be not only good on paper. I don't know how it could be bad on the field. <laughs> you would think you'd have a leader basically at every level of the defense. Like yes, NAL lead leader like at every level of the defense. Yep. So it'd be interesting to watch. I if I put a probability on this, well, uh, I would say it's low, but it's still something fun to look at and speculate about. If if you're Tampa Bay, I guess before we wrap this thing up, I'm guessing I'm, I wanted to talk because you, you said you, you thought they'd be dumb if they to trade him. Yeah. If you're Tampa Bay, are you in a rebuild? It, it, I don't know. I mean, they still have- still get. You still got Rashad White. Yeah. If your offensive line's healthy, you still got some some good offensive linemen. Well, uh, weapons. You still got Godwin. You still got Mike Evans. Yes. But the 
it's just your quarterback is such a question mark. It's like if you I don't know what they do. They're they're in a very weird spot because the NFC sucks too. At least you know in terms of quarterback play. I mean, well, and there's not a lot of co- yeah, yeah. The Saints have well, the Saints got Carr now. Got Carr. Yeah. Uh, and Carolina's going to have what probably Stroud or Ray Young. Bryce Young, yeah. Stroud, yeah. A uh, rookie and uh, who, who's the last team in their division? Atlanta. 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 Got, uh, Desmond. Huh. Or so, I mean, he basically isn't a rookie. So, I mean, the, it, depending on what is it, Kyle Trask or no, it's Baker. Yeah. Baker and Kyle Trask are the quarterbacks right now. So, can, can Baker take you to the playoffs in that division with those weapons? I mean, he might be able to. Yeah. Because you might only need to get seven wins. I don't think Baker is a playoff level quarterback, but he can get you seven wins with that roster around you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. And then, do you want to be the team that gets seven wins and make the playoffs? Because then you don't put yourself in any kind of position to get a quarterback in the following draft. You know what I mean? You're just always going to be right there in the middle. So, it'll be interesting to see what Tampa Bay does. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're missing a couple first round picks still this year, next year. Um, what is Devin White going for? You think in a trade? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Second, second, like a fifth. Think yeah. a second, fifth gets him. I mean, he was the fifth overall pick in nineteen. I don't think you're. I don't think you're giving up. I don't think he's going to go for a first, just based on what I've seen in the past. You know what I mean? Like maybe a late first, like if, like we're talking like pick like twenty five or later or something. I, a second. It's, it better be like a top ten pick in the second. I in my like you're not getting them you know, for the sixtieth pick in the draft. Well, that's a, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So either that or it's going to be a second, and you're going to give up a good player with it. Uh, that kind of thing. Maybe like a second, fifth, and a, and a pretty good player, um, and then you're going to have to bring him in and pay him. So, well, we'll see. It'll be interesting. It's fun to talk about. Uh, but I have a, I have a sneaky suspicion we're rolling with Sioni Taki Taki and. That yeah, kind of okay. thing into the Cindy Walker. Okay. Yeah. So so we'll see. But real quick, you guys uh, don't want Cam Newton? Oh yeah. We, I do want to talk. Yeah, we do have to talk. We do have to talk about this. So I okay, if you I saw this. If you had to pick right now to who you want to be your backup, your number two, do you want would you take Josh Dobbs or Cam Newton? Josh Dobbs. All day. And I don't even uh I don't even feel like it's even that close of a decision. Like we can go back a year and we can pretty much play the same video. And I'm like, I'm not interested in Cam Newton. I'm not interested in like what he brings as far as his legs. I, I, to me, like the legs are kind of gone and the arm has gone in and then he's removed basically a season now. So for yes. me, I, I like Dobbs when he came in and then you saw what he did with Tennessee. It wasn't like he was terrible when he started for Tennessee. I mean, he's not going to go out there and light you up, but he's going to make very good decisions. He can run your team. He can run your offense. And if we need him to come in, the scary thing is Deshaun Watson had has had some like ACL injuries. And for me, like if you're banking on Cam Newton to take you the rest of the way and into the playoffs, I just I'm not wishing that, but I'm saying like I'd take give me Dobbs over Cam Newton all day. No, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, Dobbs played decent for Tennessee. Yeah, they didn't have any, didn't have any weapons for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he and he hadn't been on the team very long. Uh, I 
listen, I love Cam Newton back in the day. Like I was yeah. a big time Cam. I loved him in college. Mm-hmm. I loved him in the pros when he was playing, when he was MVP. Like I loved Cam Newton, but he he's done. He when he said there there isn't thirty two mother efforts better than me. Yes, there is. There's probably like fifty, because like you you're you're done, man. And I know it's go play in the XFL if you still really really want to play football and you you just have that drive to compete. Go play in the XFL because improve the, 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 the NFL. Yes, because the NFL is it's done. I, I take throw anymore. Take the take the lower pay and just try to sign on with somebody's like a goal line running back specialist. Because the last time you played a full season was 2020, played 15 games, and you only threw eight touchdowns the whole season and 10 picks. <laughs> it was horrible. I mean, I remember you, we talked about this a lot on this but show. Like we, it was it was bad to watch. It was like, oh my gosh. I mean, this guy's playing. A, you got to be able to throw at this position. It was another thing. I mean, he had no weapons again. It was up in New England. They had nobody. But if you watched point, him, yes, it was. I mean, it was bad. And I, I don't think he could carry. Like, like he said, the legs. I don't think he has the. It would be goal line. That's where you're running him. Maybe his goal line. He's not, you know, breaking one for forty like yeah. he used to. Right. Uh, so it just I. It sucks because I. I am a huge fan of Cam Newton, but. The, he's done. It's go yeah, go play in the XFL. I'll watch you in the XFL, and I'll, yeah. I'll be a big fan. But uh, we'll, we'll, I'll have Josh Dobbs be our backup. If somehow he is able to go back to 2016, Cam Newton, give me that all day. <laughs> I think those days are well behind him. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but anything else? By the way, we, we lost John. It looks like he's trying to jump back in. You know, uh, he's out. There he is. John's out in the Amish country, so the fact that he even has any kind of internet at all is impressive. Or an electricity. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing this by candlelight. <laughs> so, uh, well, John, you just missed it. We're going to wrap up this episode, uh, but we appreciate <laughs> well, you being here. <laughs> but uh, if you guys want to see more of John, jump into the dog pack. You can watch him on the After Hours episode today. Uh, Don't I? Yeah. Uh, so anything else you guys want to touch on? I think we've covered pretty much everything from the past week. Um, yeah, I know I wanted to quickly say the Ravens suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could do a whole episode making fun of them because some of their fans fan, their one fan is trying really, really hard to, to sell the fact that they're going to be good still. And it's just, it's laughably bad right now. They, they're all they're they're all it's borderline dumpster fire in my opinion. It's getting there. In terms of, it's getting yes. there. So it's hilarious to me. It's hilarious. Uh <laughs> so on that note, we will wrap this thing up again. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh if you want to watch the after hours, uh join the dogs.com, become a dog pack member. Again, if you have an extra ninety-nine cents or it's like ten dollars and eighty cents a year to spare and you like the show, jump in, become a YouTube member. It's only ten dollars to you, but it's a new camera for us. So help us out. Uh, you know, help out. You know, we, we like putting out this content. We like doing the show. So if you guys like it and you want to support us, check that out. Um, again, check out Omaha Steaks. Any other sponsors am I missing? This is, <laughs> I'm putting some of this at the end so people quit complaining about all the, the times where we're talking. It about might sponsors. be fun just real quick to mention Fansided and Dog Pound Daily. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Have we done that yet? Have we made an official announcement on an episode? You did. I don't know. We won't uh, count this as good. said something about it. Yeah. So if you guys are still watching, if you haven't turned this off yet, we're <laughs> the official uh, podcast of Dog Pound Daily. So that is very cool for us. And we would not be the official podcast of Dog Pound Daily if not for you, the people who are still listening, even at the very end. Exactly. So, <laughs> yes. So we appreciate you guys more than you will ever know. Um, are we are we official with homage now also? Homage. 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 <laughs> yeah. Homage. Homage. I thought that was, that was, an, that was a, a silent age. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's uh, homage. I couldn't Amish, but homage. Either way, man. Yeah, John lives in Amish country. <laughs> but no, so a lot of cool things happening for the show. It's all because you guys listen to us, even when we're just rambling at the end. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate all the support you guys have given us for going on four years now. Uh, so give yourselves a pat on the back. And uh, thank you for being here. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.